Wow. Good morning. I wasn't feeling well. It's happening. So. Who? Which oh, Yako. Are we live? Oh, wow. Okay. Today's year is sponsored. Lilu Nishmas, my good friend and partner in Chicago's mother, sponsoring today's shir. Shayna Bas Rojo, great guy. She did a great job bringing up a, a great partner. We have a very close of a guest, Joey Levy. Where are you from, Joey? Flatbush, a Flatbush guest. Where, where's our guest chair? We need a guest chair, a boy's side. What? Ah. Well, today, I said last night's year. Last night we said this year for Noam Fix. Raboy said we, we have to, we're a little bit behind. Yesterday was a long year, so just one email today, real quickly. Dear Rav Stefanski, Shlito. Now I'm a Shlito. No Rav, but Raboy said just write in Ellie. It's better. I hope this finds you well. I want to tell you how your eight-minute daf has changed our life. My husband was discouraged. He said that although this was the first time learning daf Yoimi, he found it difficult as he felt he didn't remember anything. So what's the point? Well, we went through this already. Even if you don't remember much, you're not expected to remember everything. The thing is to learn it. Learn it once. Go through Torah once. Things will come together eventually, but at least learn it once. He wanted to quit. I heard about the eight-minute daf, and I told my husband that he should check it out. Ah, these nashim tzitkaniyos. To get their husbands the eight-minute daf into that. Now, he learns the eight-minute daf twice a day, and every Sunday morning, he chazes over the previous week, seven dafim. That's chashev. We don't need this, uh, well, there's a nice chaburi here that gets together Friday morning. I don't think they use the eight-minute daft, they do their own chazara. But it's, it's all good, any type of chazara. All our kids are so proud of their tati, and we, all, we owe it all to you and the eight-minute daft. Thank you so much. Okay, fine, let's jump into it. Rabbi Yisai, today's in Umasechta. Mishnah on Davchov Beis, Ahmed Beis, on the bottom. If you just started Dafiyomi today, it's a great time to start. New topics, new place. And I want to welcome all the people from Ramah Gimel that can't make it and they watch us every day online. That includes the Bodenheimers. Bodenheim, Bodenheim. Yeah, my, my own neighbors. But the, whatever. They moved out there, that's it. Nachman lives on this block. They're not going to come to this neighborhood, but it's okay. And uh, last night's cheer was dedicated Lilu Nishmas. Who was it? Nachman Mechaim. Which today is his yard side, and today we have some liquor here. And Shoma should have an aliyah. So we're holding by the Mishnah. A person was in the middle of Shemana Esrei, Veniskar, Shubalkeri, he's Tomei. He shouldn't stop and go home. But he should be mekatzer. What does mekatzer mean? Over here, mekatzer doesn't mean havinenu. Over here, mekatzer means he should say the beginning of the bracha and the end of the bracha. You're at litbal. 
if he went to the mikvah and yochel laalois uliskasois velikrois ad shloitir netzachama, like we said that the best time to say kriya shema is right before nets, a moment before the netzachama before sunrise. So he's in the mikvah. If he could accomplish everything, get dressed and say shema, great. If he cannot do all of this, what does he do? He goes into the mikvah and he should cover himself with the water. In other words, we're dealing with water that's not clear. He covers himself with the water and he says shema inside the mikvah. So his head is outside of the mikvah and the mikvah covers him. That's the ikr. So Mamela, he uses the water to cover. However, if the water is smelly water, that you can't use. And water that you soaked flax in it, again, smelly. Now, Rashi points out that these words, if you just were to read the Mishnah as is, it doesn't make any sense. Ad shiyotil. What? You're talking about a mikvah. A mikvah has at least 40 saw. So what is the Mishnah saying? You're supposed to take a hose and fill up so much water into your mikvah that it's going to stop smelling? That's impossible. That'll take hours. So says Rashi, as the Gemara is going to explain, we're talking about a puddle of ketanim. That, you make sure that it's no longer Ketanim. From the Meir Some learn that it's... Rashi says Meir Others say maybe it goes on the, the beginning of the Mishnah, on the smelly water. So here's the halacha, that if there's Soya or Ketanim, you have to, in order to dive in, you have to be at least a four amas distance from it, about eight feet away from it. So that we had in the Mishnah, a person realizes he's about Kerry, he should hurry up Ishmael Nasre. Cut out some of the words, some of the middle words. Now, what if he's the Balkaira? He's reading the Torah. And all of a sudden he realizes, oops, he's about carry. He doesn't stop. Over here, as she says, means he reads it quickly. Okay? Again, because we're talking about about Kaira. He has to give over the Torah to the whole congregation. If he were to like mumble it, jumble it, that will be a problem, says Rashi. Megamgim over here doesn't mean he should stutter it and, and he should say it quickly. Say it, but say it quickly. If somebody was in our shoulder, Shabbos, you know what we're talking about. Remeir says, nevertheless, if he's the Balkaira, he must stop short after three psukim. There's a minimum. There's a minimum of psukim that you say per aliyah. So let him say the minimum, but that's it. Not more than the minimum. So let him say three psukim and then they'll find another bakar afterwards. So here's the halacha. Has it ever happened to anybody? You're in the middle of davening, you see tsoya. 
Oh, okay. I unfortunately have that issue. I'm not kidding. My, my Rosh Hashiva, my son's Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Sassman, convinced us to get him a dog. And it actually worked very well for him. I'm very happy I listened to him. But his cage is literally in front of where I learn. And every once in a while, I pick up my head and I go, Oy va voy. There's a shtickle accident in his cage. It's mamashid. This is it. And I believe that Allah talks about the tsoya of a dog. Yeah. What? Any tsoya. Last night, I thanked Ari Grun for the Sefer Torah. It's a big thanks to Ari Grun, but I want to thank his grandparents, Leslie and Sarah Blau. Ari Grun, yeah, Ari Grun's grandparents, who are survivors of the Shoah. This Sefer Torah in here, Baruch Hashem, that we have a Sefer Torah, should be a schus for them and all their children and grandchildren. Amen. All right. Shkoyach Avi. What? Teleprompter. I have this problem. I can relate to this. I'm not so much davening across, but I'm literally learning now. I'm probably outside of four amas, which is eight feet, because my whole table, eh. but still, it's a terrible thing. It's not, it's not a comfortable thing to be, I have to get up and clean it. Usually it's my kids that clean it. When it's early, whatever, they're not around, I have to do it. I'm not going to talk about the time that, whatever, okay, fine. Occasionally, if you leave the dog by himself, he gets so upset that he punishes you. And I once sat down in my seat. He, he knows what I'm talking about. Fine. I put my feet in something I shouldn't have put my feet in. Oh, anyways, Zokti Gemara. He knows, he knows. He has the same dog. Okay, yeah. He should continue walking. Make sure it's behind you for Ambus. It says somewhere else, you should put it to your side. So what is it? Do you put the tzoya behind you? Or do you put the tzoya to your side? You really should put it behind you. However, if let's say there's a river right next to you, and you can't go, you can't, you can't go forward. You can only go to the side, says Rashi. But kids, there's something there that's impossible for you to go forward, so then you can go sideways. But it's better if it's behind you. Again, I can relate to this. No, seriously. It has to do, and we're going to see, it has to do with a regular person. There's no reason he should believe this tzoy around him. But a person that knows that occasionally it happens, he has a chiyuv to look around and find it. That's Toysis explains. It's a chet, it's a sin. Why is it a sin? So that, that explains it. A normal person has no reason to believe there's any tzoy around them. But non-normal people that have these creatures in their house, they have a sin. If they, they come, they dive in and they, oh, ooh, I forgot to clean it. That's not an excuse. It's a chet. So over here it says that his tefillah is a tefillah, but he was chayta. Rava says no, it's a, it's a tefillah. Abomination, what does that mean? Anytime it says toyeva, it means you have to redo it. You must repeat the whole davening. Rabbi says, the tefillah is a tefillah, you sinned. Rabbi says, not only did you sin, you have to repeat the whole davening. 
Again, I can relate to this. Not personally, but everybody in this building can relate to it because we don't have a bathroom. So somebody held it in really bad and then he lost control in the middle of davening. I apologize. There's different reasons why we don't have a bathroom yet. But anyways, one of the main reasons is money. We're waiting for somebody to donate it. So he has to wait until there's no more ketanim. What does that mean? Either, says, if it's so dry that it can't make something else wet, then it's okay. Taisa says, perhaps we don't even have to come on to that. The whole problem with ketanim is as they're leaving the body and they go to a distance, but if they, they're already in your clothing, even if they're moist and they could make something else moist, it's not a problem, says Taisa. Okay, you just wait until it stops. The chayzerum is and then you go back and you daven. Now, lehechon chayzer, how much do you daven? The Olam is enjoying this too much. Until we go back to daven, Rav Chizda, Rav Amnuna, Chadom al-Chayzer l'Roish, Chadom al-Mokim Shepasak. This is Machloikis, do you have to start davening all over again? Or do you just continue from where you stopped off beforehand? So it says the Gemara like this. Now we're holding on today's daf. Daf, Chov, Gimel, Omed, Aleph. We have a general, general problem. <laughs> if a person stops in the middle of davening for any reason, forget about ketanim, forget about shoises, all these things. If a person stops as long as it takes him to finish the whole thing, whether it's the whole Shema, if he's davening Shema, the whole Shema Nezir, Shema Nezir, then he has to start anyways. He made such a hefsik that he has to start all over again. And the other one says, no, just go back to where you stopped. Then you're not saying what the problem is. The problem is not so much the time, the problem is how long he stopped. So I should say, if he took a long break, start over. If he took a short break, he doesn't start over. Of course, everybody will agree that if the break was so long, that it could repeat the whole Shemun Esri. Let's say it takes Shemun Esri five minutes, he took a six minute break, then of course everybody agrees you have to start Shemun Esri all over again. No, there's no break. So what's the Shailah? A very interesting Shailah. And it's, these are halachas that we could use on a daily basis. The The question is like this. If this person came to a situation where he literally lost control and out came Ketanim, then obviously when he started davening, he had an issue to begin with. This didn't just happen suddenly. He had to go to the bathroom for, for an hour already. So when he started, he was a gavr dechuya. He shouldn't have started davening. Even with tanim, he shouldn't have started davening. That's his problem. So Mela, since he's a gavr dechuya, he's a pushed, pushed off person, a person that shouldn't have davened. Vein royu, vein tfilosa, tfilos, tfilos not a tfilo. And the other man says, no, if you could hold it in a little bit, then it's a good fila, and he should have it. Anyways, we see from this, and we're going to see in a second, a person who feels he has to go to the bathroom should relieve himself before he davens. And that's halacha l'maisi. You see, it brings here on the side, base the shukhanach passing the halacha. So it's a halacha l'maisi. We could take home something from today. If you feel you need to go to the bathroom, it doesn't matter, you have to go beforehand. 
And if you daven in that situation, it's an abomination, it's a tayyib, and therefore what? You have to repeat it. So that, that, the, the, okay. What we need to be clear is that you should go to the bathroom. Don't say, oh, I can hold it in, as we're going to see. Okay, we're going to see in a second about the 72 minutes of Hulu. But I'm saying, once you go to the bathroom. One should also wash your hands before davening, as we saw before. And halachas. Now, I just want to point out that Omer of Zvid, just so you understand what's going on in, in two lines, some insert instead of Rav Zvid, this is a continuation. So again, our Gemara starts off Omer Rav Zvid, Rav Yehuda, and later on we're going to say that it's not Rav Zvid, it's the the Bryce continuation. That what? When is it a toyeva? When he can't hold it in. What does it mean, if he can hold it in? So a person realizes, okay, I, Shom Aleichem, welcome back. If a person feels, he has to go to the bathroom, but he could deal with this for a good hour. What's the halacha? says Rashi. L'chatchilo, I could go to the ba- I could start davening. L'chatchilo. We go according to Rashi. You could start davening as is. Vatkama, Omer Rav says, how much does it mean? You could hold it in. Ad, parso. That is the shear of 72 minutes. If a person, what? Four mil. If a person feels that he could take care of this and not worry about it for 72 minutes, even, and it means in a walking, some say dafka, if he's walking, which is even harder to hold back, if you could take care of that, then it's according to Rashi, Tfilos, Tfilo, you could start the Chathilo Davening like that. What? What did you say? Both. Right now we're talking about both. Even Ktana. Even the Masin Lomas Nisa, then there's Shiloh also. Yeah. That's the Shiloh, but we're dealing now even with Ktana. Even the Masin Lomas Nisa. So now that's what I mentioned before. All this means is we're saying the same exact thing, but instead of saying that it was Rav Zvid and Rav Yehuda that explained the Bray, so actually the Bray itself says this if you can't hold it back the concept of hikoin we learn this concept in other places that you should prepare yourself get ready you're going in front of wear the proper clothing oh Mendy's going like this, you wear your big day. I think Hasidim love this. No, hikoin. So you always you wear your special gartel, your special jacket, your hat. The kids are what? Achunas. Achunas, exactly. Hikoin, So now the Gemara is going to go through this Pasuk, word by word. And obviously it has to do with our sugyo. It starts off not with our sugyo, but goes right back into our sugyo. That's Shmoy Raglacha. You should watch your feet. When you go to house, make sure you don't sin. And if you do sin, you have to come to my house and bring a carbon. Be ready to hear. Person that does a chet, he brings a carbon through the carbon. 
he repents, he does tshuva, and don't be like a fool who brings a carbon. So what does it mean? Don't be like a fool that brings a carbon and doesn't do tshuva. A fool doesn't know how to do bad. If a fool doesn't know how to do bad, he's a great guy. A fool doesn't know why he's bringing a carbon. So he can bring a lot of carbonos. He's bringing oilois. He's bringing all sorts of carbon adava. He doesn't realize he has to bring a chatos. He did a he did a an avera. He was he was shogig, let's say on Shabbos. He brings a chatos. He doesn't chap. So he brings an oila. He's a fool. He went his whole life without doing tshuva. That's what the pasuk is saying. Huh? Not in this case. You have to know your stuff. You have to go and learn. Be learned, don't be a fool. He's smarter than that. He doesn't want to tell people. He just brings oil. He knows better than everybody. They don't understand the difference between good and bad and they, and they decide to bring their own carbon. Now, and this is why it's Nagat Tower Shemar, What is this Pasuk? Shemar. What's the Pasuk over here? You should watch your feet. What does feet mean? They learn it completely different. Feet is referring to Be careful. Feet, they come between the feet. So it's feet. You should watch your body properly. Says Rashi, You shouldn't pass gas. And I'm going to use the Lash on your feet from now on. Turn Says Rashi, what does it mean a base in those days? It didn't have a hole in the ground. Because if it had a hole in the ground, the Allah would be different. So the, the tsoya is laying on top of the ground, it's a big problem. A person, when he's approaching this base this outhouse, where all the tsoya is all over the place. So he must remove his tfilin for covet for, for the tfilin for Amis away. From the Beis Hakisei. As we're going to see later, and this is how we pass in Lachar, according to Beis you can actually hold your tefillin in your hand. You walk in, you have to remove your tefillin four amas away, but you can hold on to the tefillin. It's better, says Beis to hold on to the tefillin for Sakana, that they shouldn't get lost. means a permanent Beis Hakisei that is Tsoya everywhere. Since it was never used, this Beis HaKisei, so there's no point of taking off your tefillin four amas before you go in, eight feet before, you don't need that. You could go all the way to where you decided, okay, now this is going to be my Beis HaKisei, take off your tefillin, and then you use the, the, the Beis HaKisei. However, when you leave, you have to put, now it already became, you already established a Beis HaKisei, and it's Beis HaKisei now it became a Beis HaKisei, now you have to move away for Amos, and then you put on your tefillin. Iboilu. Maoshi yikon esodim betefillin Beis HaKisei kavua lahashim ma'im. Yeah, well. Ah, that. Whatever they did in those days. Uh, you know, in Bavel, the, the ground was very tough, and whatever they could do, I don't know. Maoshi yikon esodim betefillin Beis HaKisei. He asked... There's, a, there's a, a mitzvah to cover. Fine, I, I'm not going into that. 
What's the halacha? Whether or not one can go into a bathroom for ketanim with his tefillin on. Now, I'm not quoting, don't quote me. I just remember when I was a kid, I was in Panovich, and I remember of Shach going into the bathroom. Now, I could be 100% wrong because I was a kid. I remember, I just remember him going into the bathroom, the Malavim, and I asked my father, I think, and he said it's okay. I don't remember. So, anyways, if somebody at the Zuchak is a Devam. I remember, not there, but Torah of Schoenberg went in, I saw him many times going to the bathroom, just filling on. Wow. Okay, thank you. Because I remember such a thing, and I like, I, but I, because I was a kid, I don't remember it 100%, right. so that's why I'm not. So Nachman says he saw Rav Scheinberg going into the bathroom with his tefillin. What? You saw him doing it? Okay, fine. What? He worked tefillin the whole day. No, my father takes off his tefillin. My father was tefillin all day, but he takes off his tefillin. What? Ketanim, Ketanim. We're talking about Ketanim here. Ketanim. Ketanim, Rav Boisei, Ketanim, only Ketanim. What? What do you say? No, I saw him. You saw first that. Okay, good. I'm not, but don't quote me about Rav Shach. I just remember this, and I remember vividly, like, what is going on? Then my father explained to me, it's okay, whatever. But it could be, I, it could be I just dreamed it. I have no idea. Because it was one of those things that I don't remember clear. Oh, I... Yeah, especially he's right. Today's bathroom, ceramic, beautiful. I mean, the Chazinish, I think, even says you're allowed to make a bracha in one of these bathrooms. So, yeah, it's not, it's not even close to what we're asking here. But, yeah. This is a chashash. If a person is already going to the bathroom, maybe he'll have to do gdoilim or maybe hafacha. So, the kids are, don't go in with the tefillin. Shel Roish, even Liktan. Tan Yidoch, Tan Yidoch, and Nicholas Beisakisi Kivua, Choilitz Tfilov, Berochoi, Berichok, Berochoi Garbamis. Umanichon Bachaloin has some of the Shusarab, Vinichna. So now we're going to deal a lot about this, this window. So you have a wall separating the bathroom, making a machitza between a bathroom and the Shusarab, and everybody's walking by there. And in the wall, you have these windows, these, these ledges, shelves. So now you have a shelf on the side of the Shusarabim. On the one hand, anybody who walks by can just take a free pair of tefillin and continue walking. But it's better because it's not next to the bathroom. Or you can put it closer to you on the inside. And there's another problem. If you put it on the inside, now it's a very, it's a quiet place. You don't have all the hustle and bustle of the Shusarabim. You have rodents. And they could take your tefillin, which is also a big bazillion. Says the Gemara, you put it according according to now, or you put it by the Rishus Rabbim. And when he leaves, he takes it and he makes sure he's four amos away. The very big Shammai. So this is Shammai's opinion. Basil are very strong about their opinion. You hold it in your hand. You relieve yourself with fill in your hand. Can you imagine? You put it in your clothing. That's a problem. If you put it in your clothing, you'll, you'll move your clothing a little bit, like imagine a robe kind of thing. You put it in your robe, you start moving it, it could fall out. He holds on to it with his hand, but the, the beggar is wrapped around the kids, he's holding together with his clothing, with his hand, and then he goes into the bathroom. You don't put it on the side of the Rishon Rabbim. You put it 
on the side of the Beis HaKisei, V'loyinichim b'choyim ha'smuchim shus ha'rabim. Shema, yitluoisim o'evridrochim, v'yovoy l'dei chashad. There's a problem of a story of chashad. Umayisa, b'talmed echod sheniach tefilov b'choyin ha'smuchim shus ha'rabim. There was a story with a Talmud who put his tefillin on the side of the Rishus Rabbim. He wasn't watching it. The Zoyna took it, stole it. And she lied. Look what this Talmud gave me. Where is he? I want the money. She was blackmailing him. He went onto the roof. And killed himself. And there was a terrible story that happened in Eretz Yisrael this past week. Two girls jumped off the roof. Two from girls. Not for this Maisa, for different Maisa. They, they didn't have the proper, they say, they didn't have the proper mental health care. Two cousins held hands and jumped. From that day on, Basil said it's better to hold the tefillin in your hand and having, rather than having an issue with somebody jumping off the roof. Tana Rabbanam. Barishoyin hoyu menichim tefillin b'choyim asmuch l'mei sakisei u'bar machbar menoitlin loisam. There's a problem to put it next to, in, in, on a shelf by the bathroom because the rodents will come. Heskinu shiu menichin loisam achalores asmuch l'mei sakisei So they said, okay, put it on the opposite side where there's no rodents. U'bano every drach menoitlin loisam. People would just chap tefillin. Heskinu shiu achzim biyadim menichnas. It eventually evolved that the halacha is that you put, you hold on to your tefillin. You wrap up the tefillin, you take the ritzuas, you wrap it up like a sefer. Basically, like we do, you make, it just keeps on going around and around and around. He should hold it in his right hand and put it against his heart. Not with the left hand. The Miri says because luckily, if you look in the Mishabura, you should use your left hand, your right, uh, your left hand for wiping. Memela, what you have left is your right hand to hold the tefillin. Ritzuos have gedusha. Why do they have gedusha? Explains Rashi, because the ritzuos shaliyat has a yud, and the ritzuos shoroish has a dalid. Most of the time, some people I see have squares. I'm not exactly sure where that comes from. What? A double dalid. So it's a dalid, and together with the shin on the tefillin, it spells shakai. Akoponim, so it has gdusha. So make sure that it doesn't, it doesn't come out a tefach. This heter to hold the tefillin in your hand is if you're going to wear them again. If it's already nighttime. Explains Rashi. If I put my tefillin in a in some sort of box, bag, that has a tefach in it, then I could put that bag on the floor. That creates a chatzitza between my tefillin and the floor because there's a, a, a tefach inside it. Like we just learned. If it's a tefillin bag, it's meant for that. Great, if you just invented a new bag for your tefillin, you don't need a tefach. If you have a small vessel and it's closed, then it shields everything in it from the mace, explains Taisvis, 
Dafka, if there's a little bit of ear inside, a little bit of ear, it doesn't have to have a tefa. Because if it has, if it's completely sealed, like a vacuum packed sort of, where the, the seal, the, the bag and the, the vessel is all the way to the end, that won't work. That's not a good, it has to have some ear, says Tais. This is Mela, this pocket, this bag that you're making for your tefillin, has to have some ear. Omar, regular clip. When Biochan wanted to go to the bathroom, it's interesting because the next story also, he was holding the Sefer of Agadita. He said, Hold on to the Sefer. He wouldn't be mocked to give us the hold on the Sefer. He held on to the Sefer himself. Omar, what does that mean? It's going to provide me with protection of mazikim in the bathroom. I need the, 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 the shmira. Now that I already have a heter to go into the bathroom with my tefillin, why should I give you my tefillin? I need it for myself. Again, he was holding the same sefer. You give it to us. I need it for shmira. So this is a halacha of not holding on to tefillin or things in your hand. As we're going to see in a second. Now, this is an important halacha. It says here that you should not wear tefillin while you go to the bathroom for ketanim. And we're going to see how this halacha upholds here. You shouldn't sleep with tefillin. Why not? Interesting. Rashi says the problem is hafacha. Says the Gain, it's no, you have to erase that word and stick in Shlaipo. We're talking about falling. Why? Because the Gain is going based on the Gemara and Sukkah that says this exact Gemara and says that the problem is falling. And Rashi himself says in other places the problem is falling. Why does Rashi over here stick in Afacha? Says the Gain, erase. Fine. Omar Shmuel, Occasionally, occasionally, you find a person. Dozing off in shul with tefillin is very rare, but you should know the halach is you're not allowed to take even a short nap with your tefillin on. Omar Shmuel, If you're holding a sharp knife and you're worried that it's going to fall out of your hand during Shmuel Esrei and hit your toes, you're not allowed to hold it. And a, and a, and a, and a, a bowl of money says the taz, that it means anything any, and everything. You shouldn't be holding something in your hand because you're constantly worried about whatever's in your hand and you're not concentrating 100% on Shemun What? Exactly. A Dvar Mitzvah, like a Lulav. Very good, Chaim. A Lulav. Even a Sefer Torah on, you know, by, by Yukon Purka and all these things that are Dvar Mitzvah, you're allowed to hold them. The Bishamahi says, Rav Sheshes, this halacha of of, uh, of not wearing your tefillin when you go to the bathroom, it goes like Bishameh, Bishameh hold, you put it in a window, you put it on the ledge. Bishil hold, you're allowed to go into the bathroom, not stama bathroom. The worst bathroom in the world, the Kavua bathroom, that's Tsai everywhere. Now, the Gemara is assuming since he's going for Ktanim, normal people don't go out to look for the for, the, for, for a serious bathroom, they have to relieve themselves. They find the bus stop, whatever you see it today, find the bush and fight there. So that's a base kise aray. So if you're allowed to go to base kise kavur, fill in, so certainly base kise aray. 
So now we have these words, we have to understand these words. And the Gemara is going to give us three explanations, three ways that you can possibly understand this. We're going to understand, If I was matter by a base kisei kavua, can you imagine? I was matter something in a permanent bathroom, I'm going to answer it in a temporary bathroom. What's Pshat? My love, tefillin. How do I explain it with tefillin? Now, how do I explain it? Now, according to Basil, we have to explain why it is. But before we explain why it is, we can understand that he means, I allow you to go into the bathroom kavua with tefillin, but when it comes to a a temporary base, I don't allow it. How could Rav Shesha say that this goes according to Bishamai when it doesn't make any sense? I never allowed you to go into any bathroom with tefillin according to Bishamai. Anyway, says That what? is a new pshat. Pshat number two. We're talking about Hilchas Tznius. Now, when a person goes to the bathroom, he can uncover himself one tefach behind him and two tefachim in front of him. So, mashi this that I allowed you to do by ketanim. person relieves himself of ketanim. Now he has a problem because it goes to the distance. So he has more tefach. I give him two tefachim. I didn't allow you to expose yourself when you're going to Gdailim. You have to... You have to have more tzniyas back down because you don't need that extra, ta- that extra room. You only get a tefach then. So, That's what we're going to learn right now. On the one hand, it says, you have behind you a tefach and in front of you two tefachim. So that would fit in. Going to Gdailim, I get one tefach in the back Zero in the front, because he's not relieving himself in the front. My love, I can fit in the words. is talking So he's saying, Khan means Khanim. So he's going, imagine, he's going to the bathroom by a bush. He doesn't need to expose himself at all in the, in, in, in the back. It doesn't make sense. So, Melo... You don't need anything. Okay, so we'll anupshat. Mashi tartilcha means this that I allowed you to expose yourself to tfachim by a man that doesn't apply by a woman. They're built differently. They don't need anything. They don't need a single tafach even. So then how do you explain the following words in that b'raisa? This is a kavachoymer. There's no, there's no answer. You can't break this kavachoymer. You're just telling me how people's bodies are built. It's not, it has nothing to do with a kavachoymer or not a kavachoymer. Of course there's no answer. It's a physical thing. Let's go back to the first pshat. We're talking about tefillin. You see from here that I'm allowed to hold on to my tefillin. <coughs> MMA it's going according to Basilel, not according to Beishamai. Omar Rav Sheshes, 
تیوف دو دروام شیشه است تیوف تو میکوماکم کاشیو هشت تو بیسکیسی که ورشاری بیسکیسی هر لیکالشکین سه هر یکسپلین بیسیلو If you're allowed to go into the bathroom, which is a, a, a permanent bathroom with fill-in, why can't you go into a Arai bathroom with fill-in? It says, Gemara, very simple. It's a physical thing also. You have a Beisakisa that was used many times, so nothing sprays to the side. Beisakisa, Arai, you're going, you're going on, a, on a piece of cement, on something that's never been used before, it's going to spray Asri. And that's a big problem because the famous Gemara, some people have issues with this Gemara, like to just the basic understanding, but it's, the, the concept is, if a person has any kind of spray from Ketanim on his foot, he's mukhuyiv to, to, to wipe it off. Why? Because somebody might see it and say, the only way he got that spray is because he's a Khrushchevcha. He has a physical deformity in his body which causes it to drip on his leg, and Mamela, he cannot have children, and if he has children, do all my mzerim. That's, that's that Gemara. So Mamela, he's holding his tefillin in his hand, he's mechuyif to wipe his foot off, and he can't, he's holding his tefillin, he's going he's gonna to use his tefillin to wipe his foot. It's a problem. Yachi, am I in a love tshuva, tshuva malyasi? So what are you telling me, tshuva, it's a beautiful, it's, a, it's a, just a physical thing. Yachi, come on. Ha milso, tesla betoyas taima. This is a svara, this is logic. This has nothing to do with the Kavachomer. Well, it tastes a little bit Kavachomer. The Yasla, but Torah is Kavachomer. So Kavachomer, she ain't a love tshuva. If you try to use the Kavachomer, it's not going to work. Because this is a, a, a logic, physical thing that has nothing to do with a Kal and a Chomer. That's all it's saying. Don't use Kavachomer. Over here, we're talking about facts. The fact is that in a Beisakise Kavua, you don't have an issue so much of spraying on the leg. In a Beisakise Ara, you do. Torah Bonham. A person is about to eat a serious meal, a gesunta Shabbos meal. What's the problem? Rashi explains the issue is that he might have a busha to get up in the middle of the Suda and leave. So, Mamela, what does he have to do? He has to make sure that he's completely relieved. He has to relieve himself before he goes into the Suda. Either he goes 10 times. Four amas, ten times eight feet. Every single time he has to try to relieve himself. The walking causes everything to, 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 to go down, lower itself, and Mamela will be easier for him to relieve himself. So, but in between each time he has to try. Or what he could do is ten amas times four. Okay, the kids are 40 amas total of walking. Either you break it up into 4 times 10 or 10 times 4. Huh? 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 Yeah, yeah, trying each time. You have to try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to go 40 amas is not enough. 4 amas, try. 10 amas, try. Whatever. We have a, a slight machloikas here. You have to even dig in the words here. Rabbi Yitzchak says, before you even come in, you take off your tefillin. Who says, You walk in and then you take off the tefillin. This is better. Where do you put your tefillin back on? In those days, people wore tefillin all day long. Just during the meal, this shikros, so you're drinking a lot of wine, take off your tefillin. But when? You should put on your tefillin so that you can say with tefillin. Try to say that ten times. 
person could take his money. Oh, I just realized Mendy told me on Maisa Shahaya, his brother put his, his money in his Africa Susai on the plane. Not a very good idea because he went to the bathroom and there's no more money. That was your brother, no? Your brother-in-law? Brother-in-law. Yeah, and then I heard that it's a, it's a thing, that people check tefillin on a plane, so be careful. Anyways, are you allowed to put your money together with your tefillin? This is a scarf. Says the Gemara, you could do it. Vitanyi Yidach says the Gemara, you cannot do it. Loi kashin. Hoda azmenei, hoda If you make it specific for tefillin, it's also to put money in there. It's not a, it's not a wallet. It's meant for tefillin. Sorry, I shouldn't have said your maisa then. Dom Rav Chizdo. Maybe it was on the side, whatever, by the, by the, by the talus. Dom Rav Chizdo. Hai surda de tefillin. Da azmenei, lemeitza be tefillin. Once you decide this is tefillin, sar be tefillin. If he put the tefillin in, in other words, it's not enough to just say vocally, I want this bag for my tefillin. You have to actually put your tefillin in. We're going to see another shita. Abai says, not like that. You're not allowed to put money in that tefillin bag once the tefillin was in there. But if he just bought, we do that. We buy, let's say, a bag for the bar mitzvah boy. It's a bag. It's going to have tefillin. But right now, it's nothing. There's no tefillin there. Or... He put the tefillin in the bag, but never decided it should be for tefillin. Shari lemeitzbe zuzu, you allowed to use it for for money. But according to Abayi, that says that I don't have to put the tefillin in. All I need to do is think about it. All I need to do is think that this bag is for a mace, then it becomes tachrichim for a mace. I don't have to put it on the mace. Then all I need to do is say to myself, I am making this or say it out loud. I'm, this is for tefillin. And that's the end of the story. You can never use it for money. Sorbet? No, so it can't. What's the difference? What it's for? Tefillin has gdusha all the way up here. Money doesn't. I, you want to do a mitzvah with the money. So get, I have in my bag, a little tzedakah bag. And it's on the outside and finished. Sorbet, i asmini aser, iloi, asmini iloi. What? Right, in the tefillin bag. The towels bag, you want to put, yeah. According to Abayo, you have to do Azmana, you didn't do Azmana. Okay, have a wonderful day. Tomorrow, Rabbi Sai Shachris at 6.15.